0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. Learn more at SugarAlliance.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. New coronavirus aid for producers was announced this week, but the attention now shifts to just when farmers and ranchers will get it. USDA finalized its review of the coronavirus food assistance program this week and announced its plans to distribute another $6 billion in pandemic relief. Senate Ag Appropriations Committee Ranking Member John Hoven of North Dakota says he hopes the assistance is quickly out the door. When Secretary Vilsack came into office, he held it up to take another look, which I understand. But uh, last week I did call him and say, hey, we're anxious to see that the Funding does go out. Fortunately, he said, you know, we're, we're hard at work on it, and we'll see. We can't get it out very soon. So he, he pretty much told me that it was on its way out the door. There's more from Hoven, including some thoughts on climate policy and child nutrition reauthorization, in our Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. Some of the relief funds will be easier to administer than others. For instance, this week's announcement included assistance for biofuel producers, ex Secretary Tom Vilsack told members of the National Association of Farm Broadcasting that how exactly that program will work is yet to be determined. We're still in the process of deciding the, the, the details of this. We're going to obviously get additional input from all factors uh, that, have been, that will be part of this $6 billion and then make, try to make a determination as best as we can to provide as much help as we possibly can uh, to folks. And that may be that we complement and supplement whatever it is we're doing with the $6 billion from other programs as we've done with the $500 million pot that we announced today. Kurt Kovarik with the National Biodiesel Board hopes to see assistance provided to more than just ethanol producers. For those biodiesel producers who were negatively impacted, they should be eligible. Depending on how the program is set up, we we presume they're probably going to go through a a rulemaking process. Uh, Certainly for those who can demonstrate that they uh, suffered suffered negatively uh, due to lost markets, Market disruptions as a result of the COVID pandemic. If they can demonstrate that, then they should uh, certainly be treated fairly, equitably equitably under any relief uh, plan. There's more on the debt relief in our coverage on agripulse.com. Also online today, coverage from a pair of hearings at the House and Senate Ag committees. In the House, Vilsack and a panel of minority farmers addressed the committee to discuss issues unique to producers of color. Steve Davies has more in his story. In the Senate, the committee began the process that could lead to child nutrition reauthorization, which hasn't happened since the Healthy Hunger-Free Kids Act of 2010. Phil Brasher has more on agripulse.com. The ball is rolling on a piece of legislation that could prove crucial in the carbon and climate conversation. Agripulse's Ben Nolly has more.
1: Republican Senator Mike Braun of Indiana tells Agripulse he has the Republican votes needed for passing the Growing Climate Solutions Act. Just yesterday... I got the 10th Republican to co-sponsor the legislation. So if you add 50 and 10, that's the magic number. And I'll have several more that are believing now that we need to be engaged. And agriculture, ironically, is the least partisan part of any involvement here. The bill introduced last spring is designed to lay the groundwork for private ag carbon markets by authorizing USDA to certify credit verification services. But top Republican on the Senate Ag Committee, John Bozeman, is concerned the Commodity Credit Corporation will be used to pay for these programs. Lead sponsor, Senate Agriculture Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow, says money for farm programs will be left alone. We uh, Obviously, want to make it clear that it's producer-led, and uh, and by the way, I mean we're not interested in taking any dollars from current Farm Bill programs. Let me just say that again. <laughs> we are, in order to be able to do this new work, you know, we know we have got to uh, be willing down the road to be, you know, committing to new resources. Stabenow expects to introduce a revised version of the bill soon. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor.
0: Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar producers are committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. This is made possible by America's no-cost sugar policy. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington. I'm Spencer Chase.